Well, good evening, everyone. Uh, in a few moments, we are going to watch Julie and... Where's Julie? Where did Julie go? There's Julie over there. We're going to watch Julie and Matt being baptized here at the front in this pool. And I know that many of you have come tonight for that reason, family and friends of Julie and Matt, and, and you are so welcome but I want to take a few minutes to explain why we're doing this, or, or far more importantly, why they're doing this. And if I was to sum it up in one word, it would be this. Discipleship. Matt and Julie are disciples of Jesus. They are followers of Jesus. At some point in their lives, and before each of them are baptized, we're going to hear a little more of their stories. But at some point in their lives they committed themselves to Jesus. They heard his call, they heard his invitation to deny themselves, to take up their cross daily, and to follow after Jesus. Matt and Julie have done that. Matt and Julie are, are doing that. And tonight, as part of that, they're being baptized. Because getting baptized like this, we believe, is part of what it means to follow Jesus and to be his disciple. Jesus, just before he returned to be with his father, after his life and his death and his resurrection, just before his ascension, he said these famous last words, which have come to be known as and referred to as the Great Commission. All authority, he said, has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And then that promise, and surely I am with you always to the end of of the age. And so part of being a disciple involves getting baptized in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. So baptism is an expression of discipleship. You become a follower, you get baptized, and then you live for Jesus, seeking to obey what he has commanded, seeking to live according to not only his word, but also his ways. And so what we're all about to witness this evening is part of Matt and Julie's discipleship. It's part of Matt and Julie's decision to follow Jesus and to do what he said. So why baptism? Jesus commanded it, and therefore they're doing it. And we as a church, on a regular basis, baptize disciples of Jesus Christ. But there's two other reasons why they're doing it. The first is, Jesus modeled it. In Matthew 3, we read that Jesus one day went to a river to be baptized. And although John that was the person who was baptizing people at that time, who was actually a cousin of Jesus. But although John was reluctant to baptize Jesus, Jesus turned around to John and said this, it should be done, for we must carry out all that God requires. And so Jesus was baptized, and therefore Matt and Julie are simply doing what Jesus did. 
As Christians, they believe they are called to walk as Christ walked. And therefore, they are picking up his example, modeling it. Just as an aside, and kind of before we, we leave the second reason, Jesus' life does appear to have changed, and, and changed dramatically after his baptism. I don't know if you thought about this, but for approximately 30 years, it seems that Jesus lived in relative obscurity with, with his family. He just got on with normal life. And apart from one incident, whenever he was 12 years old, we know next to nothing about what he did. Now, it was obvious from his birth and all that surrounded that, and even from that time whenever he was 12, it it was obvious that that Jesus was unique, that, that he was special, that he was different. But it wasn't until, or rather, it was only after he was baptized that there was a definite shift in activity and focus and direction. His baptism seems to have been a kind of launch pad into a new phase of life and ministry. Things were never quite the same again. And I don't want to make too much of this, but I do want to draw attention to it. And I am praying that for Matt and for Julie, this, their baptism, will be a significant marker. It will be a kind of milestone in their journey in following after Jesus. As Jesus was baptized, we know from Matthew chapter 3 that the Father spoke. And the Father expressed his pleasure in Jesus. And not only that, but the, the Spirit descended and rested upon Jesus. And therefore tonight, I know there are many people here are praying that as Matt and Julie are baptized, they will know the Father's pleasure and they will experience a fresh sense of the Spirit's empowering presence. When Jesus came out of the water and walked away from his baptism, life altered. So Jesus commands it. He modeled it. And the third reason for doing this is that the early church practiced it. As and when the church was born and it kind of spread and it took shape, we read in the New Testament that people were baptized as part of their decision to follow Jesus. That as they committed their lives to the way, as they turned their back on living for themselves and for other counterfeit gods and false religions, and when they repented of their sin, we read in the New Testament that they were often then baptized. We see this from the word go in Acts 2 when the apostle Peter tells crowds of people about Jesus, about his coming, about his living, about his dying, about his rising, and his returning to his father. And as he, as he explains to the crowd of people all about the Spirit's empowering presence, it says that Peter's words pierced people's hearts. And they wanted to know what should we do in response to what we're hearing about this Jesus. And Peter simply said, here's what you do in response. You repent and you be baptized. And then we read that those who believed Peter, and now I'm just quoting from Acts chapter 2, verse 41, that many were baptized and added to the church that day, 3,000 in all. 
And as you read through the story and the growth and the spread of the early church, you read about people like the Ethiopian official who was baptized by Philip. You read about Paul being baptized by Ananias. You read about Lydia, the seller of purple, being baptized by Paul. You read about the Philippian jailer and his whole household being baptized by Paul. The early church practiced it. Jesus modeled it. Jesus commanded it. And here we are in October 2016, and we're still doing it. Why are we still doing it? Because people are still following Jesus. So that's the why. But let me say a little bit about the what. Because what is baptism like this about? And as I explain the what, I'll also explain how it's going to be done. You see, baptism like this is two things. It's deeply symbolic, and it's personally public. Let me show you some verses from Romans chapter 6, where where Paul, the apostle Paul, is explaining to a new local church, what does it mean to be a disciple of Jesus? And he says this, or don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ were baptized into his death. We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. See, Matt and Julie's baptism and how they're going to be baptized symbolizes death and resurrection. It unites, it kind of connects them with the death and resurrection of Jesus. And it also represents what has happened in in each of their lives. Let me explain. As Matt and Julie are lowered into this water, as they go down, as they are immersed in it, as they go under, they are graphically visualizing, I've died with Christ. I've died with Christ. With Christ, my pre-Christian, pre-self or self-centered, self-dominated life—it's over. It's been put to death. It's been crucified with Christ. It's dead, and it's buried. And the water is also symbolic because it represents the cleansing, the washing away of their sin and its contaminating effect on their lives. It portrays forgiveness and its refreshing effect on their hearts and their minds. doesn't mean they never sin or won't ever sin again, but it does mean they are no longer captives to sin. But then, as Matt and Julie rise up out of the water as they're lifted up out of the water by Brian and Heather. It's a picture of resurrection because just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, so Matt and Julie will rise up to symbolize their new life. The old has gone. They're now living new lives as followers of Jesus. So baptism like we are about to witness is deeply symbolic of death, cleansing, and resurrection. And finally, it's personally public. It's personally public. They have each chosen to do this tonight. It's their decision. 
But in choosing to be baptized like this, they're prepared to go public with their faith. They're prepared to go public with their faith, their commitment, their surrender to Jesus. Matt and Julie tonight are declaring aloud in words, as we'll see in the screen, and in actions, as we'll see in this tank, before a watching, witnessing group of people, they belong to Jesus. That's what they want to say tonight. They belong to Jesus. Jesus is Lord of their lives. And so in a sense, this is a revolutionary act. This is about nailing your colors to the mast. This is about letting us and anyone who's prepared to watch know who's in control of their lives now. This is personally public. So why baptism? In a word, discipleship. That's why. And as followers of Jesus, Matt and Julie are doing this because Jesus commanded it. Jesus modeled it. The early church practiced it. And what is it? It's deeply symbolic. It's personally public. And so now Gordon is going to come and he's going to lead us through these two baptisms. And as we watch and as we listen, it's my prayer that we will allow what we see and what we hear to speak into each of our lives, that this act of baptism will be a kind of sounding board for the gospel, the good news about Jesus. And if you have any questions about why or the what or even the how, or if you have any questions about what does it actually mean to follow Jesus, I need to know more, then please speak to us afterwards. Thanks, Gordon.